0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with REMAX Results.
2: I'm going to go out and buy a house.
0: Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, our host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show from REMAX Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group, and Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hey, Mimi. Good morning. Here we go. We're rolling into fall, and, you know, we Mm. started with a, a... uh, a happy, sad conversation with our good friend uh, from Cross Country Mortgage, Phil Olson, all a.k.a. Vikings fan. We're talking about that. What's going on, Phil? You look sad.
2: I'm a little sad. A little sad. All right, I understand. Sad, yeah. I
0: understand. I understand. So sadly, please put your NMLS number into the room, please. <laughs> NMLS two three eight
2: one zero three. Company NMLS three zero two nine. Cross Country Mortgage, yeah. an equal housing lender.
0: People ask me all the time because I like football in general, and I am not a giant Vikings fan. But I live here, and I do not like my my fellow Minnesotans sad because this is what you get. Look how sad Phil came in. He's, he's <laughs> almost for Yeah, he's just like, oh I got to thing. So we're gonna. Try Try and make you feel better because we're going to talk about something that you are an expert at. That Mimi is expert at. It always goes well, even when it's complicated. We're going to talk about getting some people into the home. Let's that just get, talk. No, before we
1: talk about real Wait, estate, no. let's just go backwards here. <laughs> Phil's over here crying, and then he's before we come on the show, he's out basically just demolishing the whole Vikings, you know, thing. We're just and looking back just to like, when they
0: used to be good. You know, oh,
1: you Viking fans out there, you. Give them all kinds of smack, <laughs> talking them down. No wonder. You know, you got to lift up your brothers. Yeah, she, she's trying to help you um, manifest just by
0: positive. Like, just you I'm can just, tell he's not I, convinced. I, I,
2: I'm not convinced because <laughs> they need a lot of help.
0: Man. <laughs> so he needs a No need love. To make, you need to make them oh,
2: part I of have, your I have lots practice. of love for him, but right now they, they Holy, need help.
1: You know what? The whole state only loves them when they're winning. I love mm, them all mm, the time. Yeah. I there. think that's go. the way it needs to be.
2: All right. Right. Right.
1: You're I'm trying to manifest positivity, so right? I and like I will that. say that Costco has Viking sweatshirts right yeah. now. All right.
2: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be positive if mm-hmm. they continue the route they're going, we'll get a great first round draft pick.
1: <laughs> okay. There. He found his
2: now, now that's whatever, positive, his, right?
1: His light at the end of this
2: tunnel. Yeah, there's and a light. I will <laughs> just
1: say that if you really want to be a great Vikings fan, you'll put a big old TV in the home that you're gonna buy. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, we'll and, and in this? the garage. How about
0: this? In the garage. In the garage. I was gonna say
1: even better. That really, I, I was. Uh,
0: they've been following me around doing your outdoor patio. Like the quality of outdoor TVs has gotten so much better, where you can just have a whole just that'll be your focal point. Is <laughs> your game? Yeah out there with your outdoor patio your your
1: three-month patio correct (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) hey man just get a good fire pit (laughs) that'll make it at least it'll be four it'll be four months
1: outside you know it works Mm -hmm. make it work tailgate in your backyard Mm -hmm. there we go all right miss shannon guess what we have we have new guys. we do Mm -hmm. we have the the fall additions for our things to consider when you're buying a home or things to consider when you're selling a home Mm -hmm. so all you have to do to get those is text us 651-578-2218 just text us whether you want the buyer the seller or both okay fair enough so again that's 651-578-2218
0: where you can always also text in your questions too and maybe we'll make sure to get back to you all right phil
1: let's get a mortgage update from you
2: well it's not going to be really a mortgage update i'm kind of going to give an economy update okay. a little bit mm-hmm. um inflation is still very high um the barrel of crude has gone up we've all seen gasoline prices go up to $4 here they're up $17 just in the last 30 days uh we have the UAW strike all okay, right right yeah. now 10% of the workforce is on strike uh, they've designed it that way, the UAW, so not everybody's on strike. Mm-hmm. but It's very targeted. It is very targeted, mm-hmm. but they're going to move it from plant to plant, from what I've heard. And we could see an increase on used car prices. That's what they're talking about, that used car prices could go back up.
1: You know, I, I was just going to say, um, I have no idea what UAW uh, people make oh what no, the United Auto Workers make no, no okay, idea mm-hmm. um you know but they're asking for a forty percent increase and I, I want to know where I can sign up for that too forty percent forty percent increase 40%... over five over, over five, five years, years yeah.
2: mm-hmm. where where it's uh the big three they're offering twenty to twenty one dollars so they they're about fifty hundred percent off of where where they need to be
1: <clears throat> so is that in addition to what they already make or is that total.
2: That would be on top of what they currently make. Okay. And their temporary workers that are working in the factory are making $18 an hour, where their full-time workers supposedly are making about $36 an hour.
1: Okay. 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 So they're so asking for 40% over
2: five years. Over five on years. On top of that. On okay. top of that. Um, Inflation is very slowly decreasing, but we, we're also seeing inflation going up in other areas, especially now that fuel costs have gone back up. That's going to put pressure on the transportation industry. Mm-hmm. It's going to put pressure on your farmers. Um, so as far as our inflation going down to the 2% target rate that the Fed is hoping to get to, I think that's going to be very, very difficult. Okay, And there's... I think there's a 50-50 chance that they're going to increase the prime rate here this coming week. Um, Don't know how that's going to go. It's kind of a 50-50. Where I'm really concerned, though, is the U.S. credit card debt Mm -hmm. has surpassed $1 trillion. All right? And that's at a 20-plus percent interest rate today. Okay. And I'm starting to field calls of concerned clients Mm -hmm. and they're taking home equity loans that are at 10 or 11 percent to pay off their credit card
0: because they're at 20
2: because they're at 20 all right um we we rates have leveled off Mm -hmm. have they gone down no not really maybe a little bit but they've been pretty flat on the mortgage rates okay um and and right now like i said current interest rates are over 20 percent so i I, the subject we're going to talk about here today is bankruptcy okay all right bankruptcy how does it how does it affect getting a mortgage should you get a bank do a bankruptcy what are the types what are the causes or what are the end effects Mm -hmm. of a bankruptcy would love any type of phone calls Mm -hmm. all right of course if there's clients out there that are that hear this subject and go, maybe I should talk with Phil afterwards right. with a one-on-one or Mimi. Um, I have a lot of knowledge in this area.
1: Right. Yeah. So, Phil, when you're talking to the, the folks that are calling you about their concerns, and they're they're obviously calling you to get information on a second or a home equity line of credit to mm-hmm. figure out what they can do to take care of that, what are some of the reasons that they're saying that they've had all of this additional debt?
2: Um, just trying to make ends meet, right? That's what I'm hearing, trying to make ends meet. And I, I think when we went through 2019 through 2021, the economy was going great. Everybody was making a ton of money. Everybody was able to save money. And now it's flip-flopped. And I'm really not quite sure if the American consumer has readjusted their budget
0: yeah so there's I, some I, people uh, who were still like hey i'm still spending at the level i was making before correct yeah
2: okay but you're getting less mm-hmm. all right matter of fact you go into the grocery store these days and you buy that that box of cereal and you look at it and you go gosh it looks smaller yeah Shrinkflation, Shrink-flation is a real thing. Yeah, Shrinkflation yeah. is a big thing i yeah.
1: was thinking that about saltine crackers the other day i was i looked at this box and i'm like Am I imagining that that box is smaller than it was a month or so ago? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Little things like that do add up 100%. Well,
2: that's how General Mills is keeping on just using one company, uh, is able to keep their profit margins up. They charge the same amount. So you the consumer doesn't think that the cost has gone up. Sure well, it has. The, the box is smaller, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um so when addition to the, you know, just making ends meet, what sorts of things are they spending on when you when you look over their credit that you see that they could cut back on?
2: I'm seeing a lot of people doing home improvements, which mm-hmm. which can be great if they're if they're improving their houses in the right area. Okay? Uh and an example of taking a big home improvement loan out and Putting it all into landscaping. Okay. There's a, there's an area right there where you're you're not increasing the value of your home, or a consumer replaces their roof. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is great. And they go, they tell me, well, that must mean my house has gone up in value.
1: I have that conversation with no. folks all the time. No, it's like, yeah, I'm I updated my bathroom, I updated the kitchen. And so my house is worth $50,000 more than my next-door neighbor who didn't do those things, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, so, yeah, you do want to talk to some professionals, not just the ones, the contractors that are offering the services. If you're really trying to figure out how you increase the value of your house, I would recommend a phone call to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we can talk about, okay, so what can I do to mm-hmm. make a, a big difference in my house? And it depends on what the goals are. Right. If your goal is to just make it where you want to, h- how you want it to live in it, that's, that's one different.
0: thing. That's different. Like, I bought new windows because I'm living in this house and I needed windows. Exactly. windows are, like, I needed... But you, Mimi will tell you, I needed windows when I bought the house, and I knew but in my brain to plan for I'm gonna buy new windows. Exactly. The,
2: the easiest way for for an individual homeowner to increase the value of their house is real simple: paint, mm-hmm. carpet, flooring. If they do those two things. They increase the value because they make the house look prettier.
1: Right. We can talk about a little bit more about that, but we're going to get into some detail about bankruptcy. Right.
0: We'll also be available for you to be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Yes, you can buy yourself flowers, but how about just buy yourself a house? How about buy yourself some property? How about do that? Well, That's what I suggest instead. Or in addition to that, you're listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Ms. Shannon. Here, my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also with our friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. You can be part of the show. Call us
1: at 651-641-1071. Okay, folks. We're going to get into this, too, because, you know, Phil or I, neither one are, are attorneys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not CPAs. We're not giving legal advice. We're not giving advice at all. We're just going to go over a little bit of what we know about bankruptcy. Um, so, Phil, let's kick this off and talk a little bit about the, the statistics and what are some of the reasons for bankruptcies.
2: Well, between basically 2000-2022, 370,000 consumers filed bankruptcy. Now, bankruptcy has been very, very low, as long along with foreclosures. I mean, foreclosures are basically non existent because consumers are sitting on so much it equity, is equity yes. in their home. But that's why where I actually believe over the next six to twelve months, I'm I will be very, very surprised if we do not see the bankruptcy rate. I'm not going to use the word skyrocket, but okay. I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to dramatically go up. And I think people need to understand that bankruptcy is not just your easy way out. Okay? Because there's a lot of negative ramifications to a bankruptcy. And and when I when I counsel clients, I take a look, I'm able to see their whole financial picture. I see everything. And very rarely, and I, there's been a few times where I've I've told the client, hey, based on your situation, I'm not going to tell you to do this. But Mm -hmm. I think you need to contemplate maybe having a discussion Mm -hmm. with a bankruptcy lawyer.
1: So what would that so what would you have seen that would cause you to suggest that
2: Um, the consumer based on their income, based on their job, based on um, their total debt load is not going to be able to get themselves out of trouble in a 3 to 5 year period. Okay.
1: Okay, so you and I over the years have had discussions about this. Um things that you that are obvious in if you if you look at somebody's credit card statement and you review that over a few months, things that pop out to me personally are the dining out situation and the the run through the the drive throughs. Those kinds of things stick out and those are obvious and those are I think Miss Shannon that those are habits. Yeah. Um that that you just need to call attention to and maybe maybe start to monitor how many times you do that. And you could journal something like that. Yeah. But then there are also folks that just sincerely might have a spending problem. And there's apps Mm -hmm. that I, you know, that if
0: if you're like, I say I'm going to journal it and I don't, sometimes you just have to be real with yourself and just download an app that just goes, hey, did you know you spent this much money on that? And just reminds you. So there's ways to do that and Mm -hmm. see hopefully where you can, Make some changes, but you're right. Some people are so far into it that they haven't figured out a way. So they need something. And it sounds like this is when you would counsel them to go through a bankruptcy, a hard stop, stop and a reset. You know,
1: I had a friend growing up, not growing up, but when I was in college and I got to know her and her family very well. They were from a doctor's family and, you know, they they always had the most stylish clothes they were constantly going to get new furniture Mm -hmm. it was like a lifestyle that i had never seen before because i didn't come from that right um and then lo and behold you the friend of mine says my parents are filing bankruptcy and i'm just like wait a minute Mm -hmm. how is that possible you know you You may make a good living you're you everything looked right out Mm -hmm. front but you know I guess at the end of the day, folks, you just need to understand what your money will actually do for you and, you know, how much you need to save of it and, and put a plan in place. You know, you can't spend more money than you're actually bringing in. That's, right. that's a problem for all of us. The
2: average consumer, believe it or not, you should be saving 10% of your income on a monthly basis. That should be your goal, 10%. Because if you've got, it is money sitting in the bank, in a savings account, sitting in a checking account, and, you know, God forbid, the car breaks down, you get sick, mm-hmm. you become unemployed for a month or two months, um, you know, that's that's going to save you. I now, know, th-
1: when, Miss Shannon, and, mm-hmm. when you were buying your house, yep. you and I had the conversation about this. Right. You're single woman. You know, it's all it's all up to you. Yes. And have that emergency fund was something that was very, very important to me mm-hmm. as your agent. But as your friend. Yes. I wanted to make sure that if anything happened to you, that you had something mm-hmm. that you could do. So and, and I worked you at that. You tackled it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I worked at that and came up with a plan and a strategy and got that done. You know, you did. like you do yeah. need to get that done. And it does it, it being able to know that I have that really does just go, all right, if something happens, I'm going to be okay. And just take it off. And
1: it took time. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like a genie blinked it together in like three months. I had to work at it. But I also know that when somebody is in the situation where it has, it has already spiraled yes. out of control, you you are past the part where it you can't even logically... Stop because you're in such a place of fear and panic. Mm -hmm. That is when, especially if you are already a homeowner, but if you're even thinking about it, if you are in a place of fear and panic, fear. Phil and I would like to talk with you personally so that we can see if there's anything that we can do to help you or to refer you out, or just to you know send you out of that paralysis. Sometimes you just need to talk to somebody.
2: Mm -hmm. I I frequently I, I talk to people. When it's too late. And unfortunately, they're calling me. It's too late. Yes. And there they're are re- receiving phone calls from the bill collectors. Mm-hmm. Now, most bill collection agencies, they have they have all laws they have to follow. But if you can work with them, okay, they, they will help you get out of the problem. But what happens, I think, is people go, I'm not going to talk to them. Right. I don't want to deal with them. And unfortunately, the problem worsens. Now, there's really three categories, be it divorce, job loss, mm-hmm. or a medical emergency situation. I see people get into bankruptcy issues because of those. And those those three things, those things happen, folks. Right. They do. All right. And I've dealt with so many people. When people call me, I don't want you to think, oh, my God, I'm going to spill my guts to Phil about my situation.
1: He's going to make me feel bad. That's I, not the way it that's works. That's
2: not the way it works. I'm here to help.
1: Okay. Folks, this is really, really sincere. Um, you know, we have, we've have we've all lived our lives. Yes. We've known lots of people. We've had our own situations. If this is you or someone you know, you need to have them call us because we want to help. We want to make sure that if this is something that's that's affecting you right now, mm-hmm. if you are underemployed, if you're sick, if you're going through a divorce, whatever your situation is, if it's a hardship, we want to be able to help you, whether you are a homeowner currently and you're you're struggling with that mortgage payment or if you just were wanting to be a homeowner. No matter, you, you don't have to buy a house for us to help you for this. Right. So be sure and reach out to us at 651 578 2218 Text help. Right. And we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Red Hot
0: Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk One we We're joined by Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and REMAX Results and also from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson. We're talking about bankruptcy. If you would like to get your question into the room, today is a great day to call. It's 651-641-1071. Okay,
1: Phil. Um, We're going to move through the different uh, chapters of bankruptcy. So can you go from a a mortgage perspective into the detail of, of the different types of bankruptcy? that you look at
2: all right so chapter seven is a full debt liquidation if you file for a chapter seven bankruptcy once it's been discharged which is a two-year period or two years from the discharge date okay. all right um you still would qualify for a mortgage it would be a federal government loan
1: and let's talk about what those options are
2: that would be an fha va usda mm-hmm. loan you, even if you put 20% down, you'd still have mortgage insurance. Okay. With all three of those. Now, you got what's also called a Chapter 11. Don't see a lot of those. That's a business bankruptcy. Okay. But business bankruptcies, especially if you're an LLC or, you know, um, if you're an S Corp or a mm-hmm. C Corp, even if you personally signed anything, that can transfer over. Okay. OK, and we will see that on the credit report. And then um, one that I see maybe a little bit more often now is called a Chapter 13. Mm-hmm. Now, Chapter 13 is a debt repayment program. It's normally 30 to 50 percent of the debt. Mm-hmm. It's normally a three to five year period that the courts allow you to pay that money back. But with that program, remember I said at a Chapter 7, it's a two-year waiting program. With a Chapter 13, if you're in the middle of the Chapter 13 and have been in the Chapter 13 for at least one year with good payment history, you can get a mortgage one year out of bankruptcy with a chapter 13. That's the difference between a 13 and a 7.
1: Okay. Five years.
2: No. One year.
1: One year for the 13. Mm-hmm. But five years, four years for the 7.
2: Four years for the 7 as a conventional loan. Mm-hmm. Two years for a government loan. Got it. All right. Now, if it was a foreclosure, it would be four years for FHA. And it would be seven years for... For a conventional loan, much longer period. If you go into foreclosure and just understand when people file for bankruptcy, they'll frequently put their mortgage into the bankruptcy, Mm -hmm. thinking that the mortgage is safe from a foreclosure. Okay. No, it's not the case. Eventually, eventually, if you don't make that mortgage payment, they will eventually foreclose on your house. All right. Even though you put the home into a bankruptcy filing.
1: Okay. Well, that's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you're not an attorney, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a legal question. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's more uh, of just
0: how has this played out in your experience? So, so we'll frame it that way. You right? know,
1: okay. I guess, you know, when you've got people that are coming to you first and you're looking over their credit and you're you're kind of walking them through this, you know, I guess in my my mind i'm thinking chapter seven looks like the win um why would somebody you know opt for a 13 i'm sure only because that was the only choice they had uh, but why in your opinion just as a person not not legal advice or anything
2: uh personally i think you're better off with the chapter 13 mm-hmm. you're going to have a, a lesser of a hit to the credit report Because if you do a chapter seven, folks, and you're at a 700 and things start going downhill, I've seen people, once they filed that bankruptcy, they end up having a 450 credit score. And the biggest mistake I see people make once they filed a bankruptcy is they go, I'm done with credit. Yeah, I'm done with credit. That's the biggest mistake they make. Because once you filed a bankruptcy, it's an opportunity for you to set the the road straight and move forward in a positive fashion with credit because you're going to need that credit to rebuild your score. Because if you have a 450 and that you've wiped out all your debts in the bankruptcy and you don't reestablish credit, well, guess what? Two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, you're still going to be a 450.
0: Because it seems to me, Mimi and Phil, that you would go with a 13 if you're like, I just need help. I can pay back some of it. Yes. I don't need it to all wipe out. I just can't catch up and pay all of it off. Like if I had a structured program and I only mm-hmm. you said it's usually like 30 to 50 percent of the debt. Where it's like, I can get that. I can figure that out. But maybe I was too far gone to do it. And I couldn't get the full amount, so maybe mm-hmm. I don't need all of it go- to go away. Like in a Chapter Seven instead of a Thirteen.
2: There are also companies out there that will help negotiate mm-hmm. your debt to a lower monthly payment or to a payoff. So I would I would encourage somebody turn to that first mm-hmm. before they file for a bankruptcy, unless their situation is so dire. And I use the words dire that they're not going to be able to dig themselves out. Fair enough.
1: Okay. But those companies that you're talking about, they take a percentage of what's saved. That's how they get paid. Correct. Okay.
2: And I would definitely do your due diligence on those companies. I would check with the Department of Commerce. I would check with the Better Business Bureau. I'd look at their ratings to see how how good they are
1: yeah you know and it it never hurts to have a consultation with an with an attorney right i think that that's probably when you're facing something that's what you call dire Mm -hmm. um when you know that you know i i've 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 got no uh, i'm in a corner i can't get out of this corner i don't know what to do Uh, that is when you probably should get a free consultation with a bankruptcy attorney um phil any ideas what what our bankruptcy attorneys are what their fees are right now
2: uh, I mean, uh, there's people that file their own bankruptcies. You can do it yourself. It's not something I really advise, okay, because if you don't do it right, you're going to probably leave crumbs on the table that right. could come back Listen, and bite folks, you. Listen, folks, mm-hmm.
1: don't be a fool for a client. Uh, yeah,
2: I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the average going rate is probably somewhere between $1,000 and $2,000 for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And
1: I wonder, can they roll those fees into the discharge Possibly, maybe. Um, mm.
2: I think most maybe lawyers not, make them pay that, pay that money up front. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so what are some of the reasons why bankruptcy should be the first choice?
2: I would say, you know, a job loss where you're going to be out of work for a long period of time, especially maybe if you're an older Individual here in the United States, you've been downsized, you were a VP or an executive. Mm-hmm. I think that older person might have a harder time replacing their income. Yes. All right. Um, medical is the number one reason. Uh, loss of employment, uh, divorces, uh, student loans. People think, well, I've got 50000 in student loan debt. Folks, if it's a government student loan, you the, the the rules to be able to use a bankruptcy to to liquidate a student loan debt doesn't exist. The federal government is going to get their money. Fair enough. All right. And uh, it's good
0: to remind people that, you know, yeah. and also remind them cuz you've talked about credit before, if you're thinking hey, you can just hey, just like close your eyes and that'll be one of those things that'll just go to collections and eventually it'll just drop off, you have said before that that does not drop off.
2: You know, one, one of the things I don't hear a lot of people talk about Especially these financial gurus, is you've got a student loan, it's $10,000 dollars. The minimum monthly payment is 40. Why aren't we telling people you should pay 120? Pay 150? Because when your student loan goes into a deferred status, mm-hmm. it becomes a negative amortization loan. Do you know what that means? It means that your balance increases, all right? So being in a deferred status, not making payments is is not a good thing because that $10,000 can turn into a $15,000 debt just because the interest rate is low and it's 3%. Now, guess what? If you've got five credit cards at 20%, I would tell you, I want you paying more on your 20% credit card debts than your student loans. But folks, if you've got the money, Get your student loans paid off as quickly as possible.
0: Knock them out.
2: Because mm-hmm. even if they're listed on the credit report as a zero balance, we still have to hit the consumer okay. for either a half a percent or 1% of the monthly payment. And I've seen clients that have $200,000 in student loan. Well, what's 1% of 200000 That's $2,000 a month. That goes against their debt-to-income ratio, and that hurts their purchasing power mm-hmm. when they're trying to buy a house.
1: Let's talk about the government piece of the student loans. Um, what are some of the names that you know that are government?
2: Oh, no, well, there's SGLI, okay, um, Nelnet, mm-hmm. all right. Um, most of the federal student loans will have the federal federal name on them Mm -hmm. uh the only time you can file a bankruptcy on a student loan is if it's a personal student loan such as maybe we took it out through a bank okay all right you could. So
1: anything that you're doing through the guidance department at the college is most likely going to be a government.
2: More, more than likely. Yes.
1: OK, so I see. I don't think that people talk about that. Right. I don't think that that's known. I think that as an 18 year old walking, you know, into college for the first time that, that the forms are just unbelievably long right. for starters. And, you know, I don't think that we're training our young people to know what what is what. I mean, well, why it, not
2: pay your student loans while they're in a deferred status while you're still going to school? Yeah. All right? Yeah, okay, there's no interest being applied to that amount, but pay it down. That way when you graduate, all right, and you get that better job, your your debt level is less. Lower. Mm-hmm. But I think people just go, "Oh, I don't have to make a payment." Well, guess what? That sits there. And and for people to say, well, I know what my future is going to be four years from today. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do
1: think that you're right in the respect that, you know, instead of telling somebody you don't have to pay this for four years, that you should really be encouraging them to make some payments during the time that they're still. Get a part-time.
2: My son is at Mankato State. He has a part-time job. Okay. Um, And he's working 20 hours a week. And yes, I'm making him help. Pay, pay those for, down. Pay mm-hmm. for part of his education. Mm-hmm. All right, but but for you us just to the blow this off and say it'll go away, it don't go away. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, we encourage all of our listeners to give us a call with your questions about bankruptcy or finance. Right, and
0: that number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and REMAX Results and Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. Feel free to be a part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Doesn't Miss
1: Shannon have just the most beautiful little soothing voice? Oh,
0: thank you. Yes. Thank you.
1: I've had people say that before. You've I'm glad you, been you, told think that that. Once? Thank you think that. Have that I do. Thank you.
0: I appreciate that. I was that. actually
2: starting to fall asleep.
0: Uh, soothing. Yeah. Soothing.
2: Not boring. Just cool. i was thinking cool jazz oh (laughs) i could do
1: that too yeah Yeah, okay that works Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right we'll see her at the dakota yeah all right i I would take that (laughs) miss shannon at the dakota Dakota, yes all right um so phil we're talking a little bit about bankruptcy but i do want to remind everybody um, how you can reach both of us um so to to ask a general question at all either by phone or by text You can call or text 651-578-2218, mortgage or real estate questions. Now, if you want to email me, because that's your style, that's great, too. Uh, It's Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com. Now, Phil, um, your phone, please.
2: (laughs) Easiest way to get hold of me, folks, is always my cell phone, 651-238-6748.
1: And he'll give you a bonus if you call him after midnight.
2: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All right.
1: Um, So let's talk about some alternatives for folks as they are facing some financial difficulties.
2: I think one of the first steps would be if you don't have a financial planner or you don't have an accountant, Mm -hmm. I would partner with them. I would also partner and shop your homeowner's insurance, your car insurance. See what can be done to reduce your expenses there next step is I would look at your last 90 days bank statements okay look for recurring monthly fees that you're paying because of apps you no longer even use mm-hmm. how about television services that you don't use Take a look. Or how, maybe
0: you use, but can let go. Okay. Like you can find something else. How about, yeah.
2: how about contacting your it is cell phone provider and see if there's a way to reduce your cost. Believe it or not, if you've been with a cell phone provider for a long period of time and you call them and say, hey, my bill is too high and I'm thinking about jumping ship. Guess what they'll do? They'll reduce the the amount. So what you have to do before we're going to even talk or, or say, I'm going to file for bankruptcy, we have to ask ourselves the questions, what can we do? Now, mm-hmm. next, next step, if we've got credit cards that are sitting at 20% interest and you still have good credit, but you just feel like you have too big of a weight on your shoulders, there are banks and credit unions out there that you could do a consolidation loan. And instead of paying 20%, maybe you're going to pay 10%. The major difference here is, is that card will be closed down, all right, and it is you're going to have a fixed term, meaning your payment will be the same every single month at a lower monthly payment. Same thing with student loans. There's ways to consolidate your student loans. So I would encourage people to look at their budget and ask themselves the questions, what can I do? Guess what, folks? I'm only a phone call away. If somebody
1: wants to consolidate their student loan, what's the first place that they should check in
2: with? I would just say my my favorite place to go is Google. Mm -hmm. Okay? Google it. Mm -hmm. All right? Consolidating my federal student loan debt. There are multiple companies and services out there and just do your due diligence. Right. So, so look
0: into different ones like don't automatically just click the first thing that comes up that was a sponsored ad. You really have to look into it and make sure and see the reviews and make sure that it's legitimate and talk to them. Yeah. And and maybe you've got to talk to more one one person just to make sure you're getting what you need.
2: I I'm not going to tell you it's easy, folks. No. It might take you lots of phone calls, but I would I would assume the average consumer could look at 90 days of their bank statement and they will be floored at what they see. All right? They're going to see, "Oh my gosh, I'm paying all this in this specific category. Honey, we mm-hmm. need to we need to stop doing that." Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Another thing, if it's a married couple, I strongly encourage married couples work together. The worst things I see is one person handles all the bills, but the other person doesn't know what's going on. Right. It's a partnership. Okay. Right. They've so, got to work together.
1: You know, I don't want to be simplistic about this, and these are all very important things, clearly. I mean, things that you can tackle, and I think that some of the, the programs out there, and I'll just shout out with Dave Ramsey, for mm-hmm. instance, as one. Um you know that talks about debt consolidation but there are also household economic kind of things that folks can do to you know help reduce their monthly expenses now I, I wasn't kidding when i say i think if you if you monitor how much you eat out or go through a drive-through that you will be shocked at what you can reduce and you know we're talking thousands and there's budgeting apps out there i think that you know if oh, there are know,
0: i have you know i use one that just i go hey. I, it just reminds me every once in a while, I'm like, here's how much I expect to spend on that kind of thing. And it goes, hey, next month, maybe you spent a little bit right. more on that thing. I'm, I'm going to give
2: you, person, another suggestion. It's called your thermostat.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right? It is. <laughs> okay, it's called Dad. your thermostat. I know I
0: was about to say. Okay? Yeah, Dad. i turn what? it down. Just be cool. I
2: turn my thermostat way up in the summer when I leave the house in the morning. Yeah. When I come back home, I'll bring it down. All right? Same thing in winter. You don't need to be heating your house at a 70 degree, and you're not home. Bring it down to 60. All right, I'm it's, not taking it down to uh,
0: sixty. My cat would be miserable.
2: Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just saying there's <laughs> multiple do, ways to, but re- I get what you're reduce saying. Reduce yes. your budget, and you're so right
1: about back to the food. Because <laughs> I know you're passionate about the temperature, uh, but I am passionate about the food. Fair enough, you know. So let's talk about you know shopping and cooking to what's on sale that yes. week. Mm-hmm. You know that you look at all the different ads and you say, okay, so you know, Cubs got this, you know, hy has got that, you know, and and buying the things that are on sale and then you plan your meals Mm -hmm. around that will save you a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And freezing food, Ms. Shannon, I know that you're a a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's all of those things you can do and they will help.
2: I am a big fan of a vacuum sealer. I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I use my vacuum sealer. To save vegetables or save a hot dish or whatever, a soup. And I then just put it right back into my freezer. And oh, by the way, it comes back out just as good as it went in. Whereas if you put it in that container and just throw it in your refrigerator, then you forget about it. And guess what? Next thing you know, it's bad. And what are we doing? We're throwing food out.
1: Yeah. And if you don't know how to cook, and that's fair. Half-price books, go there and get yourself a cookbook. Just a general one. You, you know? can just,
0: I mean, anybody, you can Google it. That's that, back to the Google thing. Like, people who
1: don't know how to cook, you can figure something out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil, give us one more tip before we head into the break.
2: Um, If you've got debt with creditors and you feel, and you've got money in the bank, you can call them to try to... Consolidate or reduce that debt.
1: Mm-hmm. In right, other so words, settle. settle
2: next the debt. week,
1: we're going to be talking about things that you can plan on doing before you retire to set you up for success. Also, want to remind you, you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our
0: website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword "red hot."